Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Yeah, when I saw that and I saw the guy being all tough, I'm like, oh my God, that's Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I just want to be the best. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, you should watch it though. I think you might, you don't get a kick out of it, especially with that. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. No retreat, no surrender, riff tracks. I think they, they have some other ones on there too, but I have to go ahead and. Um, check them out. I think that's some something samurai, and I was like, oh, I didn't know they had like riff tracks on there. And I was like, that's cool. So gives me something to watch on on Amazon. <laughs> oh my god! You're the best. Whatever happened to music that like that pumped you up like that? Like the '80s is the decade for music that just fucking convinced you you were invincible (laughs) well i mean it started with the rocky theme and then the superman theme both inspirational like yeah like you can totally do this yeah and then you had like that the and it wasn't and there was pop music that gave you the like the inspiration to go but it was that rock like that 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 type of rock that Mm kind of gave you to go like i can beat through this brick wall with my bare fist like that's kind of well when i read or when i hear the superman theme I feel like I can, I'm stronger, like legit. There's, there was this one time I was helping uh, a buddy of mine move. And we're, it's Arizona heat in the summertime. Of course, he wants to move at noon because, God forbid, he wakes up early. So we're out there dying. And um, I couldn't – I just couldn't pick up this couch. I couldn't. And then um, I he had like um, – like streaming music go on and right. I said put the Superman theme on <laughs> joking around and he did and I felt re- revig- like I just felt like I could do it and I did ba, 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 ba. picked it up one handed over my head and <laughs> threw it into the truck <laughs> da, da, da. it's funny like I was watching that on HBO 
the other day, HBO Max, because they have like you know all the Superman movies on there. Yeah. So I was watching the original one, and like I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh, I, you know, and I'm marveling over Christopher Reeve how he played, you know, Clark Kent, saying that yeah, well, I just, you know, to me it was Superman trying to be Clark Kent, you know, and I was like, okay, yeah, that works, you know, and uh, then it's just that scene where you know Lois in the helicopter, and then he's looking around and he's running, and that run across the street, and he just rips open his shirt. You just get this like, yeah, you know, like this this huge payoff, and then he's gonna do the thing. <laughs> like you start freaking out, and then the music comes up, and you're just like, uh, you're just like going, yeah, you know, you stand it up and cheering and shit, dicks whipping out, you know, it's just yeah. <laughs> The usual boy thing, you know? Yeah, you know. <laughs> Anytime I want to intimidate somebody, I just whip my dick out. <laughs> start waving it around, you know? <laughs> <laughs> to impress a chick, helicopter dick. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't K if it's a three-way. Right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, oh man. All right, welcome everybody to the Lazy Geeks, a weekly podcast that takes an unfiltered look at geek and pop culture and removes all the clickbait clutter. We're thinking so you don't have to. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Rimey. All right, so um, it's hot. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. I think it was um, like it was like one thirteen today. Yeah, I heard it was like gonna be like somewhere in the realm of like one eighteen to one fifteen or something like that zero percent humidity so when you go outside as long as you're in the shade it's not that bad would you rather be in the house right yeah yeah (laughs) but you're not out there fucking dying unless you're in direct sunlight right then you're like oh fuck (laughs) then then suddenly you're like uh you're like the uh the germans at the end of uh, raiders of the lost ark you know when you step out there it's like you know literally skin melting off your off your bones um it was 104 today yesterday was 106 um but we had decided to give our dogs a bath, so we did it outside. But um, when we used the, the spray for the hose, we actually used a mist setting. So when, you know, we're when, uh, lathering up the dog, particularly Banner because he's a big dog, I usually hose him down. So I'm standing there with, like, the mister pointed in the air, so it's, like, raining on us out there. Made the rest of the day bearable. When you came in, it was yeah, like, oh, this is this is nice. This is nice. This works out well. And then, like, I'm, you know, trying to get on uh, under um, Banner's stomach and stuff like that. And then the heat from the sun on my back literally felt like my back was about to go up in flames. But it's like, going, oh, get the water on my back. Okay, there we go. There we go. But then the, my clothes literally d- dried while I was wearing them. So, you know, that's how. Yeah, I, I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm thankful no, it wasn't I'm, humid. That's the only thing. Like, It's humidity that kills you. Yeah. You know? I can deal with this fucking desert. Just make sure you have water. The only time that the the Arizona heat, like it, it shocked me the first few years I lived here. Um, but God damn, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're just like Jesus. But if, as long as you have water with you, and you're constantly sipping on it, you, it's not that bad. Because honestly, in Arizona, pretty much every place has central air, not an AC hanging out of the front window. Right. We have central air everywhere. And your car not having an air conditioning is like it not having an engine. <laughs> People don't play that shit. So you're just moving from air conditioned space to air conditioned space. It's if you're if you're in the heat, it's because you're you're just traveling to something. You're right. only out there for like a minute. 
you know. It's like, somebody closed the door to hell. Like, <laughs> somebody left it open again. <laughs> oh, man. I went outside today, and I hadn't been out all day. And I was like, yeah, I heard it's pretty hot, pretty hot out there. And I walked out to go get the mail, and I was like, yeah, it's pretty fucking hot out here. <laughs> I went back in the went back in my house, which is like 69 degrees all the time. And I was like, damn, it's freezing in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, that video, the, the guy you introduced me to, Simon Dan. Yeah. He has some patience. Yeah, he does. He really <laughs> does. <laughs> so there's a, uh, there's a YouTuber named, uh, Simon Dan. He's British. So he's got that, that particular humor. Um, that, uh, Dan, um, that, uh, <laughs> Adam introduced me to, um, particularly about flat earthers. <laughs> <laughs> Those are uh oh particularly poignant I would say. Um I shared one with Adam when I was uh what was it uh when I was just browsing through because obviously with YouTube's algorithm you view one video suddenly oh you want to see more of this guy it's like right not really but okay but uh, you will. Yeah but <laughs> <laughs> whether you want to or not you will. You don't have a fucking um, <laughs> choice decision. <laughs> and uh, so there was one where he was commenting on, uh, oh, God, what was that chick's name? He does these, uh, what is it, Flat Earth Tuesdays or Fridays or something like that? Um, I've only seen a handful of his videos, yeah. to be honest. And he, uh, well, he did this one where he, <laughs> he was, uh, he says his Patreon, he has a Patreon, and he says that they uh, go ahead and... Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, vote on particular things that uh, they want him to discuss. So there's this video where he talk, where he takes a, a flat earther and um, and uh, her. What is this? Uh, oh, orphan red. And she's trying to say. She sounds. Like she doesn't know what she's talking about. What she doesn't. No, she doesn't. Usually, usually they sound a little bit more confident. And it's it's funny because she actually gets lost in her own word salad. Um, yeah. You can always tell when people try to sound smarter than they are. They tend to use more big words. But they use them incorrectly. Exactly. It, and every or time, more like incoherently, just to use a big word. <laughs> right. And Orphan Red is basically saying that these photos of Saturn were made up because the camera... From the... What is the name the of Cassini the probe? probe? The Cassini probe. Cassini probe, yeah. because yeah. the Cassini probe took pictures of Saturn, beautiful pictures, and then sent them back to Earth, like, you know, most probes do. And for some reason, she could not comprehend that these photos could be taken from a probe because otherwise... Because someone had to stand behind the camera to right. take these pictures. Yet she's doing a vlog with a camera that most likely doesn't have anybody standing behind it to take the video. My favorite part of it was the dude goes, 
so basically he said something about if a tree falls in the woods and no one's around to hear it oh. <laughs> does it make a noise because that's basically what she's saying yeah. and then he just quickly goes and yes <laughs> yeah. it does yes it, it, it does <laughs> <laughs> it's safe to assume I was fucking laughing my ass off dude it's funny because and I like the dude too I just discovered him and he says some jokes, you know, so I think he's a British dude, isn't he? Yeah. Like he says some jokes and stuff, but he's also educating. Like he's saying she'll, she made a point or what she thought was a point. And then he goes, let me explain why that makes no sense. Right. And he just bop, bop, bop. And it's that very British dry dismissive tone. Like he's right. not being rude. He's just like, this is incorrect. Right. So well, what makes it, move what, it aside. <laughs> what makes it, what, what makes it even more hilarious is that, so her her whole thing is basically saying that oh yes we're supposed to believe that they the probe takes this picture without light because apparently you have to have a flash to right. to take the picture never mind the light that's shining off of the planet it's photographing right exactly and even though the cassini <laughs> probe itself also has a light to kind of enhance the picture right 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 uh is supposed to send it digitally back to earth and then reproduce itself and be and then there's a picture and i was like um what do you think you're doing <laughs> like when it's you literally well that well like you said it's literally the human eye yeah it's what the eye like people are so funny when it comes to i'm afraid of technology because it's basically what she's saying i don't understand technology where do you think we got the idea for the camera right like most technology we have was an idea from something in nature. Like that's exactly what the the fucking um, human eye does. It takes an image, processes it into something the brain can understand, and then shows it. Now I will admit though, there are some some photos that have that they color correct. NASA loves to color correct. Yeah. Although lately they haven't been doing that, and I've really been appreciating it, especially um, with Martian landscapes. Like, they would always make it so the sky look red. And I'm like, the sky isn't red. And it isn't. <laughs> in, the, in the most recent images, it's like a blue – it's not blue, but it's like a like a clear – a clearer sky. Right. You know, and it's like, ah. But ah. It, what's, <laughs> what's funny, too, is that she tries to use what was a celestial – there was a there was a word that she kept using and you could see as she kept repeating it she got lost. Yeah. And you could see it in her eyes like she just kind of like oh shit like she just lost her train of thought. It's almost like she she had a word of the day calendar that was her word and she was going to try to work it in each and yeah. every time. But what's funny about uh, about um Simon Dan is that he doesn't use big words. No, he, he, he speaks he, in layman's terms. He speaks in layman's terms, just so how you can figure, so you everybody can figure it out. Which is always, which is always the crux of someone who knows what they're talking about. They can explain yeah. it. They don't have to use big words or um or as in in uh, Star Trek techno babble to you know uh, to describe something. So it sounds legit, even though it could just be gibberish. And when I was listening to her, all I kept thinking about was the um, self-educated Muslim brother from, uh, from In Living Color when Damon Wayans always played, played that uh, self-educated uh, 
Muslim oh, Brotherhood yeah. guy where it's like the proliferation of the articulation <laughs> shows that the conglomeration like he just he just threw in all these words to make him sound more it's like it just and it was all gibberish. The funny thing is I felt bad for her because towards the around the middle, she looked like she was gonna cry. <laughs> like she was so out of her element. It's like it's like that thing like it reminds me of a time. This is a personal story, real quick. I I thought I was good at D and D, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna." Um, I think I was like 18. I was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the DM," because they were at the time my group was passing DM privileges around. I'll do it. I'll write my own little one shot, and I did it. And I was super confident. As soon as I sat down, I fucked it up. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing, and that's what. <laughs> That sense of fear is what I saw in her <laughs> eyes. Like I'm explaining this, but I, I don't understand. But I've gone too far, <laughs> right? And I can't <laughs> stop. There's nothing I can do now. I, I've committed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, it was a train wreck. It was cringy to watch. It, yeah. it, but what's funny too is the the video that you initially showed me, which was the um, the flat earthers, and they were talking about the um, the uh, oh, what was it the Oh my god, the uh, the SpaceX launch. And, oh yeah, yeah. And then the one guy that's like, you know, it's ridiculous that we're supposed to believe this. I mean, I don't know how any of this works, so it's obviously fake. And I'm like, oh, because his <laughs> own wife. <laughs> he was talking. He was holding a pumpkin because it was just a clip. And I th- he was a fly. He's a flat earther, so he's probably like, the Earth doesn't look like this. Some right. stupid like that. And his wife crosses the frame and goes just shut up already idiot <laughs> yeah she's I was like, like wow i know you hear her off camera going oh stop with that shit again and then she's like and she walks by and she's just like oh, stupid or call him a moron or something like that and just like walk by and you see that look as he goes to turn off the camera like the total deflation <laughs> It's like not even your wife got your back, bro. Like, fuck. It's crazy to me, dude. Oh like, God. the flatter, the reason why I like him is because there's a few things that irritate me, but very few things irritate me more than flat earth stuff. Like, I don't know what it is, but it just pisses me off. Even the vaccine thing, I'm like, whatever, die. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. You know, but. The flatters, it's like what it's like you woke up and went, you know what? I'm bored. I need to pick something that's that's like universally accepted and just say no. Absolutely not. It's like why don't they use all that energy to actually talk about something that's really happening? That's what always bothers me. Well, there was the one video that he had, I don't think I shared this with you, but he was saying how a flat earther basically debunked himself and he was talking about Polaris. And saying that, oh, Polaris isn't, it's, uh, that he was going into the mathematics, which obviously- The he, star Polaris? Yeah. That, oh. um, you know, it's, oh, you know, that it's at a, some, at a certain angle. And he's like, yes, because wherever you are on the earth, you back up, it sh-, he goes, that if you go further away, it should sink lower in the ground, he, you know, lower into the horizon. And he's like, yes, it does that. And then he says that, he goes, so, you know- in theory, he goes, the Polaris should not be seen under the, in the Southern Hemisphere. And they're like, you're right. It isn't. It's not. <laughs> it's not seen in the... They go, you basically debunked your own theory. Like, he's like, you can only see it in the Northern Hemisphere. Uh, that, was a, that was an issue with sailors when they started going around Africa. 
Oh, yeah. They were like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> they would use the North Star for everything. Yeah. But it's like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know anymore. Mm. You know, and it's and you'll see. And I bet you that person who debunked himself right there, he still believes the Earth is flat. Oh, he still does. Yeah. You know, it's because the, it's I don't think it's a, it's like they've come to the conclusion scientifically. I think the issue is they want to belong to something because most most of the people that I see talking about flat earth, they don't look like they have a lot of friends. Yeah. And I'm not trying to make fun of anybody. I'm just saying that I am. <laughs> some people get desperate and they start. It's the same thing when people join cults. Oh, yeah. They just want to belong. Well, that, that they've used that theory for our main topic this week is it's kind of a yeah. cult kind of mentality. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, if you guys want to check out something kind of cool and you're into this shit and you just and I recommend watching this if you really just if you enjoy watching people just be, make asses of themselves or you really just like you hate not hate, but like it just kind of sets you off so you can hear somebody's voice of reason like you're. You know, I, I I recommend checking him out on YouTube. Um, yeah, Simon Dan, he's 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 very entertaining. Uh, but he does other other stuff too. Like I think there was one that I was going to watch. I haven't watched it where he talks about the the faked moon landing. So, uh, but <sighs> definitely <laughs> definitely check him out. All right. So as we do every week before we get into our main story, uh, it's time to jump into some news that you may have missed in the last week. So. Amazon is rolling out to users to users Prime Video profiles for family and friends who share the Prime accounts. The company announced Tuesday each account will allow up to six user profiles. Run profile will be the default uh, as the primary will be defaulted as a primary account, and five additional profiles allowed. These can be regular accounts or kid accounts. The kid accounts will restrict what type of content is shown, similar to how other children accounts on streaming services like Netflix and HBO Max work. People can stream up to three videos at once while using the same Amazon account, with no more than two devices streaming the same video at the same time. Profiles are linked through the Amazon Wallet sharing tool. The feature allows customers to share their payment methods with other Amazon accounts to set up a household. Uh, Amazon Prime Video will automatically create linked accounts to the default profiles uh, uh, from the provo- per- default profiles. Oh my God! Uh, okay. To others that exist in the household, similar to personalized personalized profiles. On other streaming services, Amazon Prime's video profiles will tailor to each individual's interest. That means each profile will include separate recommendations, seasons progressed, seasons watched, and uh, wish uh, watch list based on them, according to Amazon. Now, one, congratulations. Amazon finally caught up with the rest of the streaming world. Right. Um, that, uh, you know, everybody has, has had. Um, customer profiles are managed, uh, can be managed with the Android or iOS versions of the Prime Video app, as well as 10th generation or older Fire tablets through the Prime Video app for Fire TV, and select living room devices such as the PlayStation 4 at launch, according to Amazon. Now, it is available. They didn't say when they were going to be available, but we got tagged with it. It only works on tablets. 
That's weird. Not to meant or mobile devices, I'm assuming. Yeah. And the thing is, though, is when you log in, it doesn't do like other streaming services where it says like, hey, who's using this? Right. You know, um, even though they show it on the picture for this, the thing is, is that it actually throws you to the default. You have to go into my stuff, change the setting and then toggle between the accounts. Oh, that's kind of cumbersome. Yeah, it's it's really lame. And um, because we try to do it on Roku, they don't. It just goes to the master account. Um, so they still need to learn. I don't know. Maybe Bezos could stop buying. You know, you know, houses and actually put some money towards <laughs> people that can know how to actually make this work. Because if you on. could stop flexing for five seconds and figure out how to put fucking proper profiles. On I mean, it. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, if HBO can figure it out. Amazon should be able to. I mean, I mean, it, I feel like that's a um, that's a feature that's like a given for yeah. a streaming service now. Like you have more than one person in the house usually, right? You know, you're gonna have kids, you're gonna have a wife, or you know, yeah, a sex slave or whatever. You know, they they need access. Okay. To, they need their own that's profile. Right. You know, that's right. It's weird. I didn't even realize they didn't have it until I read the article. <laughs> to be honest, it's the, I think the least used streaming service in my house is Amazon. We don't use it that much. Um, so Wells Fargo, you know, the bank, <laughs> does not want TikTok on its employees' phones. According to the information, which is the, a site called The Information, um, the financial institution sent its employees a note telling them to remove the app from corporate devices immediately. TikTok's Wells Fargo ban wouldn't come hot, would have come hot on the heels of a possible Amazon ban if the e-commerce giant didn't issue a statement to deny that it's prohibiting employees from installing the app on company-owned phones. A Wells Fargo spokesperson confirmed the company's move to the information, um, explaining that it it came to the decision due to concerns about TikTok's privacy practices. We have identified a small number of Wells Fargo's employees with corporate-owned devices who had installed the TikTok application on their device due to concerns about TikTok's privacy and security controls and practices, and because corporate-owned Devices should be used for company business only. We have directed those employees to remove the app from their devices. A separate New York Times report claims that Amazon told employees to remove the social networking application from devices that can access company email. The note reportedly warned them as well that they need to uninstall TikTok by Friday for email access to continue. However, an Amazon spokesperson told Engadget that the email was sent to someone, to some of its employees in error. <laughs> um, and that that there's no change in its policies right now with regards to TikTok. I mean, Amazon doesn't want to piss off who makes all their shit. Right. Um, the lip syncing app. I forget. Like I always complain that everything on TikTok is just people lip syncing. But that's why that, that, that's that's the point. intended purpose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the lip syncing app has been under scrutiny due to concerns raised about um, Bite Dance, its parent company. That's based in Beijing. U.S. authorities are worried about the possibility that ByteDance could be compelled to share data with the Chinese government under the co- country's law. laws. In India, officials even banned the app completely. TikTok, well, India also hates China. <laughs> TikTok denied that it has um, ever been asked to provide user data to the Chinese government, though, and even pulled out of Hong Kong after China's new security laws that strengthen internet surveillance in the region came into effect. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I deleted TikTok a while ago, but it really was before all the security shit. But my kids have actually been deleting TikTok because <laughs> they're seeing that and they're like, oh, that sucks. I think they're also getting bored with it. Yeah. But um, I just noticed like I, I started deleting apps that I realized were just sucking my time for nothing. Like I just stare at them and it was just this endless stream of shit. So I got rid of TikTok was the, the major aggressor of that. So I just got rid of it because I, I my time is precious. I don't have time to be wasting bullshit. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I'm out here making money, baby. Shit. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> morning. <laughs> uh, so better not throw out your current phone chargers yet. Samsung power chargers may not be included in the boxes of some of its devices starting in 2021. If it is, if a report from Korean news site ET News is to be believed, the company is taking them out because many people already have chargers and to help reduce cost, the report says. Some sites are being cute thinking that it will be environmentally friendly or cost effective, i.e. keeping the price down. It has nothing to do with it. They can run the PR angle of it being environmentally friendly, but it's about keeping the cost down for the manufacturer, not the consumer. For yeah, the, the phone's the same price. <laughs> right. For some reason, all these online blogs think that the Samsung power chargers being omitted from the box is a good thing. It will reduce the carbon, uh, the carbon footprint, but how many people throw away new chargers? They'll, also, they'll be tossing the ones that don't, no longer work. While not including a charger in the box might seem like a big move, Samsung reportedly isn't the only ma- phone, major phone maker considering it. Apple may be doing something similar, by not including a charger in next year's iPhone. Apple may phase out the 5 and 18 watt chargers that currently come with the iPhones, depending on the model that you buy, and instead offering a new 20 watt fast charger that will be sold separately, said the same report. Uh, that's the bigger reason they can make more revenue for you um, from you to purchase one uh, when they expire. Keeping Samsung power chargers will not lower the cost of the device. They will, in fact, go up. Why? Because once 5G becomes more mainlined, they will offset the cost by a fraction of a penny. As these blogs will have you believe they're being environmentally or consumer friendly, they're not. They're only friendly to their bottom line. Not only that, chargers just wear out by design. Yeah. They're, they get hot. Any electronic that gets hot wears out. Yeah. And they're made on the cheap. So, yeah, I want a new charger. The fuck? <laughs> like, I, when I got the, the new iPhone, they gave me the fast charger because I got the Pro. Right. But, yeah, there, there's even a rumor. I don't know about this one, but there's a rumor that Apple's thinking about getting rid of there being a adapter altogether and only having wireless and I'm like, I don't know about all that. About that's, that. A little, yeah. that's, that's a little questionable. But um, that must go along with the, um, the, you know, the holographic buttons and images right. that were supposed to happen like ten years ago. It just seems a little cumbersome to always have to carry around a wireless charging pad with me. <laughs> I know. You know. Yeah. Although I'm not one of those people that carries a charger. I never need it. I don't, I don't understand people that their phones are dying all the time. You know, when I started using the iPhone, and I kind of noticed this with my with my old Samsung too, is that the the batteries the for me the batteries hold up you know like the chart like when i go to sleep at night my phones still are like at 50 percent or maybe 40 and then yeah. it's like well i don't really want to keep charging because then the battery you know ends up losing its power when you don't let it drain right. out 
So I'll go, okay, so I just let, leave it on there and I go to sleep. And then I wake up and it's still like at 30% or whatever. And then I play around with it. Then halfway, then like going, oh shit, it's like 15%. Then I charge it and it's like two in the afternoon. So it's kind of like, well, I can see where people go, oh, well, I still got like 50%. I don't need to charge it. I'll just go to sleep, you know? Or Like I, ever since I got, the phone I have now has the best battery life I've ever had. Like I think I charge it every two days. And I use my phone quite a bit, you know, so I'm like, I don't watch videos on it all day and stuff like that, but, um, you got a job. I use it. <laughs> huh? I go, cause you got a job. That's right. Um, well, I think some of it too is because like I use it at, when I'm at home, it's, it pretty much sucks off a of Wi-Fi. It doesn't use as much energy when it's sucking off a of Wi-Fi as opposed to, you know, yeah. going off 5G or what have you. Yeah. I, I, um, I mean, my Bluetooth's always on. Especially now that I got the uh, the AirPods. Mm. Do the AirPods use Bluetooth? Yeah. Yeah, they use Bluetooth. Yeah, how else uh, are they going to connect? <laughs> well, I don't know. Fucking Apple always has a special chip for something. We have Apple doing. osmosis. That's, That's right. <laughs> they just, the connection's so good, it doesn't it doesn't need to actually connect in the typical sense. Right. It's just aware of, its, of itself. Self-aware. Magical. <laughs> The the product name was Skynet, but then we changed <laughs> it to the iPods because. Uh, <laughs> so, I thought we'd done the news today with some Uplifting misconduct news. allegations. <laughs> Love it. More executives are leaving Ubisoft in the wake of misconduct allegations. The company has announced that Chief Creative Officer Sergey or. Yeah, Sergey, right? Sergey has It's fucking French. I don't know. Has resigned immediately. After um, the liberation, which is a paper that's in French, I'm going to say the English ver- version of it, liberation, uh, claims he enabled misconduct by other executives, including Tommy Fran- Francis, the publisher's managing director for Canadian studios. Uh, Yanis Mallet has also left immediately after multiple allegations against employees in the country made it impossible for him to continue in the role uh global human resources uh head cecil cornet is also leaving although ubisoft stressed that she made that choice in the best interest of the company's unity um i don't know what that means her exit came alongside (laughs) restructuring and strengthening hr to adapt to the new realities of the business wait 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 wait, wait. did she just she said unity did she was she plugging an Ubisoft game? I think she was. I think she was. Pl- they, they, I don't know what it is about fucking Assassin's Creed Unity. They love that fucking game. They're the only ones that do. Yeah. Um, By the way, when you go to uh, when you go get gas, you actually get a free copy of Unity. So. Yeah. Every time someone um, harasses you at Ubisoft, they give you a copy of Unity. It's a consolation prize. Um, CEO and co-founder Yves Guillemot. I hate French names. It, they, I, French is the one line I never get it right. It's not going to happen. Um, reiterated that the I do better with Asian fucking languages than I do with French. Um, reiterated that the moves were vital to put an end to, quote, toxic behaviors, end quote, and help Ubisoft improve and strengthen its culture. He maintained that the misconduct was in in stark opposition to the values that he never compromised and never will. 
These additional departures come just days after a slew of allegations surfaced against numerous employees across Ubisoft's offices. The accusations ranged from sexual harassment, intimidation, uh, through to abuse, racism, and retaliation. Some of the accusers added that HR and management would disregard complaints, making it possible for staff to continue misconduct. The unusual weekend timing likely isn't coincidental. The executive resignations were announced just before Ubisoft's Forward Showcase, which takes place today, um, July 12th. Uh, at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. In theory, this addresses the core issues plaguing Ubisoft and lets it focus more on upcoming games rather than internal turmoil. Um, yeah, Ubisoft been fucking... They got aired the fuck out. But you got to say one thing is they got rid of fucking everybody. They like, get out. Right. They, I ain't fucking, I'm not playing this game. You know, so we'll see. I haven't, I haven't seen Ubisoft's forward showcase yet, so I don't know what the fuck they announced. I do know the new um watchdogs is coming soon and watchdogs is the one of the dopest fucking franchises dude um, love watchdogs too what was uh what i was thinking about is you know when they said like you know a bunch of people from ubisoft left i kept thinking of the it crowd remember when um uh reynolds uh when they said yeah the the police are here and they said there's something wrong with the retirement fund and the guy goes okay send them in and then he immediately walks to the window and jumps out like i kind of expect it, it kind of reminds me of um they're here to talk to you about sexual assault um sexual misconduct okay send them in and then they just walk to the window and jumped out the window like that's right kinda, <laughs> just without skipping a beat they're just like out but uh yeah it seems that a lot of people seem to be uh kind of bailing for uh yeah. for that kind of stuff i mean you know that's good though you know yeah i you mean know, you get, you, people go ahead no, the, i think the general rule here should be don't be an asshole right <laughs> you know i and, and that's what that's kind of i was talking to my kids about all this like misconduct stuff that's getting put on the table now and and a lot of people they because my son was like a lot of people are saying that people are just lying that's why there's so many i said well more likely is other people see other people are getting results, so they come forward with their stories. Yeah, you know, because a lot of people don't—they're passive, so they don't say anything. Well, because they see what but, happens to the other—the first person that goes and tries to say something, they get ostracized, and they end up getting forced out of the company, and what have you. But now shit starts—you know—from a PR standpoint, they need to start doing something, so then more people can be outed. There's a lot of people coming out on in the comic book industry about some uh, some writers and stuff like that that are you know saying that. Yeah, they kind of did the same shit. And, you know, and, and let's be honest, gaming, comic culture, you know. It's very lo- masculine. It's ve- yeah, very masculine. So, yeah, I believe that there's a lot of that going around there. Not saying that everyone is, but, you know, the ones that are complaining like, well, I can't have a meeting with a woman. If you can't have a meeting alone with a woman, then you've got bigger problems. Right. Like, it's it's um it's ridiculous, bro. It's... It, Things will just run smoother if people would stop being dumb. Yeah. Like, and and honestly, when you think about it, like I, you know, I I get it to an extent. Like, yeah, you wanna you wanna hit on the hot chick in the office or whatever. But this constant like with sexual harassment or even just like, oh, you can't do this because you're this or whatever. You're just fucking up your own productivity yeah. <laughs> because then that person's not gonna work very well. You know, so it's like fucking just say everyone's great and then get the fucking best stuff out. Right. Doesn't make any yeah. sense to I me. I mean, you, you always hear people complain about like, it's just, you know, the women want to get rid of men out of this culture. It's like, 
No, because men, and you know what? I've worked for a lot of guys like that, you know, and it's not even yeah, in, in those industry. And it's like, oh, no, because you're assholes. Now you're you're being, you know, you're being called out for what you've done. So now you're getting worried. It's like anybody who complains that way, you know, is like, oh, well, you know, they're like, it's like, okay, who hurt you? You know, <laughs> it's like, we I kn- think here's here's the real key to success. Okay, don't be a when dick. A, don't be a dick. So when a woman is like complaining too much. And she's not doing her job or whatever. Don't feel, oh, she's being a woman. Like that's just she's an asshole. Yeah. That's it. Like, don't add a gender to it and then treat her accordingly. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't add a gender to it, an asshole's an asshole. Right. You know. That's what I think everyone needs to stop doing is that it's it's that like twitch. And I used to do it when I was younger. You know, oh, here we go, broad's acting up again. Right. You know what I mean? Because that's the culture you live in. But now that I'm older and wiser, I know <laughs> that there's only two types of people in this world, Steve. Decent folk and assholes. Right. And it knows no color or gender boundaries. Yeah. Thank or you. political persuasion. You know, right. Thank you. An asshole's an asshole. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, on the other side of the break, we'll be discussing QAnon. Um and uh, what the fuck is QAnon and what the hell it's about and why we should really kind of be concerned about it. And uh, so we'll be right back. All right, welcome back, everybody. So this week, it was actually, this this topic uh, seemed a little interesting because a couple days ago I was talking to Adam about QAnon and he had replied, you know, what is <laughs> what is QAnon? And uh, so I quickly sent him a Wikipedia, uh, you know, post, and he skimmed it, and he was just like, oh, okay, it's exactly who I thought. I'm still not 100%. <laughs> I just know they're just weird conspiracy people. So what Steve's going to do is he's going to break it down because Steve likes this shit. <laughs> so he'll get all into it and fucking, you know, figure out all the all the gritty details, you know. <laughs> um. So according to so what is QAnon? Uh, according to Wikipedia, QAnon is a far-right conspiracy theory detailing a supposed secret plot by the alleged quote-unquote deep state against US President Donald Trump and his supporters. Or if you go by Rational Wiki, now this is one thing that I thought was interesting. There are different Wikipedia types. So there's, you know, there's uh there's, you know, regular Wikipedia, there's a Wikipedia for um, for hard right, Cons- I think it's a conservapedia is what it's called. I, that I came across while I was researching a story for one of my other podcasts, and I came across that. So that's a bit interesting. And then there's Rational Wiki, which is basically <laughs> it's basically a Wikipedia for rational minded people looking at conspiracies and conspiracy theorists and stuff like that. I have the link in the show notes in case you want to check it out. And that's kind of where I'm going to be kind of pulling a lot of stuff from because they say it in a way that is not only more interesting, but it's also a little more entertaining. So according to uh, rational wiki, QAnon, also known as The Storm and The Great Awakening, is a conspiracy theory, popular meme, and right-wing fantasy about a deep state conspiracy against Donald Trump. 
Following on the heels of similar bullshit such as Pizzagate, it advances a fantastic web of deceit that wraps it up Trumpism, deep state fear-mongering, evil satanic pedophilia, rings controlled by the Democratic Party, investigations into Russia meddling in 2016 U.S. election, the Las Vegas shooting, the New World Order paranoia into a package easily and wholeheartedly promoted by internet cesspools and Alex Jones. It originated from a series of incoherent posts on 4chan in 2017 by someone calling themselves Q. The name likely based on the U.S. government's top-secret Q clearance, the theories put forth in the conspiracy mirror anti-Semitic tropes that have been used for centuries. Um, so, one of the things about Q, or QAnon, is it's very much similar. A lot of people have equated it to a cult. It's very, very cultish yeah. ide- ideology. Everything is about Trump and how Trump's going to get rid of the deep state and and a lot of predictions that came out that kind of just blew up <laughs> and like nothing ever happened. Um, so there's a lot of different a uh, lot of different things. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is most notably lately there's been you know we've had elections that are primaries that are getting. You know, everything's set up for November. So, and it's not just presidents, it's local district, you know, congressional districts and, uh, and people that are running for uh, Congress in 2020. Now, as of July 1st, 59 people, mostly Democrats, I think out of those 59, there's maybe one, two de- Democrats. And like one independent, but 59 have run for Congress. Mm. And, and this is where it should get a little concerned. It's not just like, our, um, like in, uh, in Tennessee or Florida or Georgia. There's places like Ohio, Delaware, Arizona, California, Maryland, Hawaii. You know, there's a lot of... Indi- Not Hawaii, Steve. Yes, Hawaii, dude. <laughs> and 59 of these people all ran for, con- for Congress. And only less than half of them, so I'm saying like 40%, lost or withdrew from their primary. That means about 60% of them either won their primary or are actually already in Congress that support QAnon ideals. This is what should really be kind of scary. Is that yeah, that's the real conspiracy? <laughs> yeah, is that these people are getting are getting in there, want, winning their primary? Uh, a Republican in Colorado, the most famous one, a Republican in Colorado, who lost his primary to a woman who supposed is supposedly, I think, a lawyer, but she's also heavily involved in QAnon. And promotes through her social media QAnon conspiracy and stuff and stuff like that. So this is kind of where we should start to be really, really concerned because it's, you know, some people say like, well, they had the Tea Party and they got into it. it's like no, this is this is a lot worse because QAnon has made a lot of quote unquote prophecies, but there's also been a lot of potential. Uh, how should I say? Um, inciting or encouraging violence 
among yeah. among them. And I'll get to some of those, you know, in a minute. So, and and also, let's also keep in mind that Trump has also been known to retweet, encourage, you know, the QAnon, uh, the Q, the QAnon cabal, as I'll say. Um, now, here's a quick little little bit about the QAnon central premise is that Donald Trump is secretly working to take down the global ring of elite cannibalistic satanic pedophiles. They also believe that the investigation into the Russia meddling in 2016, led by FBI, former FBI director Robert Mueller, is act, was actually an investigation into the so-called deep state, uh, a cabal of evil, money-grubbing globalists, including Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, responsible for everything um, from a global pedophile ring to ma the mass shooting in Las Vegas in 2017. What makes the QAnon conspiracy an anomaly is the fact that it presents an alternative world in which the good guys are in control of the entire government, according to the University of Miami professor Joseph Yusinski. In most other, in most other theories, the shadowy conspiracy in control is malevolent. QAnon crazies also see hints in Trump's actions. According to the Enlightened, the Trump awkwardly took a drink from a bottle of Fiji water at a press conference in November 2017. It wasn't because he was thirsty. It was actually a secret signal to those in the know oh that the God. storm of annihilation of deep state pedophiles had begun or was about to begin. Because as everyone knows, Fiji is a hotspot for child trafficking. Right. Right. Uh, QAnon believers have a huge amount of baggage on the crazy train in the form of crank magnetism. Special counsel Robert Mueller is actually investigating high-level Democrats, the Illuminati, the Rothschild conspiracy, quote, Operation Mockingbird, an alleged 20th century CIA infiltration of the media, fascism, the hidden meaning of, of Francis Ford Coppola films, and Christian revivalism. Oh, and J.P. Morgan had the Titanic sunk to take out millionaire rivals, and JFK Jr. faked his death to join Trump's secret evil-fighting organization where he writes 4chan posts under the pseudonym Q. So that's kind of them in a, in, in a broad sense. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, and it's definitely one of those instances where if you go into something and you feel a certain kind of way and you keep looking for confirmation for it, you will find something. Oh, yeah. That kind of makes you feel like you found what you were looking for, even though you really fucking have it. <laughs> and, and I think I think a lot of these Trump supporters are in denial that he's just not a good president. Mm -mm. He's not that intelligent. He doesn't really know what he's doing. You know, I'm not even saying that he's a piece of shit. I'm not even saying I'm just he's not that great of a leader. No, he just isn't a great leader. Most people would be following him. The country would be split down the middle violently. <laughs> you know, right. and it's not even down the middle anymore. It's like down the fucking 80, 20 at this point. <laughs> the but, 80, 20 train. Yeah, right. So it's like. So it's just sad, bro. It really is. And so here's some of their. Um, false claims and beliefs. Um, Q posting campaign has a history of false, baseless, and unsubstantiated claims. You don't say. 
Uh, eh? Beginning with the first post, incorrectly predicting Hillary Clinton's imminent arrest and followed by more false allegations, such as claiming that North Korean Supreme Leader Kim Jong-un is a puppet ruler installed by the CIA. Basically, the reason he was installed by the CIA is if they ever needed a war, they can just use him as a proxy. Uh, Q posts have become more cryptic and vague, allowing followers to map their own beliefs onto them by generating a keyboard heat map of Q supposedly coded messages. In information security research Mark Burnett concluded that they are, quote, not actual codes, just random typing by someone who may play an instrument and use a QWERTY keyboard, end quote. Adding that almost all the characters in the code alternate between left and right hands or the characters are close enough to each other on a keyboard. Now, some of the other allegations include a May 16, 2018 false claim that U.S. Representative and former Democratic National Committee Chairwoman Debbie Wasserman Schultz hired Salvadorian gang MS-13 to murder DNC staffer Seth Rich. Now it all makes sense. Right. It all comes together, right? And if you don't know who Seth Rich is, Seth Rich was a, um, he worked for the Democratic National Committee and, you know, was an attempted robbery and was shot and killed, like from his house. Now, of course, because he worked for the Democratic Party and at the time you had the, the email leak to WikiLeaks, the, the right in QAnon said that he actually was the leaker to WikiLeaks and the Democratic Party had him murdered. Uh, because of this, even though there's no allegations or substantiated arguments for this, um, because why do you need facts? Just get in the way. Um, they also said on March 1st, 2018, that German Chancellor Andrea Merkel was the granddaughter of Adolf Hitler. Uh, on, what? <laughs> on July 7, 2018, an article published in the Daily Beast noted that Q falsely claimed that each mass shooting is a false flag attack organized by the cabal. Other beliefs held by the QAnon adherents include Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, George Sonos, and others are planning a coup while simultaneously involved in members of the international sex, child sex trafficking ring. According to the idea, the Mueller investigation was actually a counter coup led by Donald Trump to pretend to collude with Russia in order to hire Robert Mueller to secretly investigate the Democrats. Um, And another occurring theme is that certain Hollywood stars are pedophiles and that the Rothschild family are leaders of the satanic cult, interpreting the information fed to them by Q, QAnon adherents come to these conclusions. Uh, On multiple occasions, Q had dismissed his false claims and inaccurate predictions as willful misinformation, claiming that misinformation, disinformation is necessary. This has led Australian psychologist Stephen Lewandowski to emphasize a quote-unquote self-sealing quality of the conspiracy theory, highlighting its anonymous purveyor's use of plausible deniability and noting that evidence against the theory can become evidence of its validity in the minds of believers. Um, Oh, and also... So basically, these these QAnon meetings are like writer's room meetings. Pretty when much. they're just coming up with ideas. Well, that's one of the things that something that when I was reading in in this was saying that that one of these guys go, you know, they they put out these feelers, they put out these, you know, like you see on uh, on Alex Jones and stuff like that. You know, he always says, "Well, I got the, re- I got the- this is my impression of him. Well, I got all the reports right here. You could, ju- you know, this all the evidence is right here. Never shows them. Never shows." 
yeah. these, you know, these, these quote unquote uh, examples or evidence, but always tells you to research, do your research, you'll see it, you know, and it's, it's one of those where you're kind of like, okay, so whatever ideas you have, you can do the conspiracy theory pushpin triangle lines all the way around and create your own. And uh, what somebody had said, he goes, yeah, because um, some psychologists, what I was reading, doing my reading said, yeah, because these conspiracy theorists that go on, these conspiracy theorists that go online and see this aren't readers, they're writers. So they give them enough information and then they go and write their own. And that's, that's basically what these, what these people do. Yeah. They're, they're creating their own evidence for their own claims. Right. <laughs> Oh, and by the way, QAnon theorists have touted drinking bleach, known as Miracle Mineral Solution, is a miracle cure for, cure for coronavirus. Yeah, and I just want to the, – the lazy geeks would like to make an official statement that condensed salt water is not good for you to drink. Please don't drink it. <laughs> Fucking A. Like, and it's, it's stuff like that that's dangerous because you have people that unfortunately are very uneducated. And being uneducated is not necessarily your fault. But it makes you easy to trick, and human beings are naturally paranoid. You know, we're not a we're not a predator we're not a predatory species. We're the prey. <laughs> we're just smarter than everybody. Exactly. Else. So that paranoia runs deep. It's the and it's the opposable opposable thumbs. Exactly. The only cure to paranoia is education. But the problem is, is nowadays you can pick your poison when it comes to being educated. Right. There, there's no, there is a generally accepted truth, but it's so easy to get caught in the weeds when you don't know where to start and you're not being taught by the correct people. So it's really sad sometimes to see people just fall to this shit until they start being assholes. And I tell them to fuck themselves. But <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's crazy, dude. Yeah. There's a lot of conspiracy theories you know, by and and some so some people are like going, yeah, well, these people are batshit crazy. Why do we have to worry about them getting into, you know, their, you know, running for Congress and stuff like that? It's like you should be because if they're because they make other people batshit crazy. Exactly, it's like a disease. Yeah, because you have some of these that are already that got into Congress or are perpetuating these these things and are are on the road to you know possibly being elected. It's like. You, that's you know some people will sit there and go oh yeah you know but we want them to go in to fight the deep state one of the things that i i realized when i was reading this is that the basic condensed version of the the political q anon that, that trump adheres to and um well as implicated and not adheres to but is implicated in and the reason trump likes this stuff is because it makes him sound like a hero yeah, that's the sole reason he doesn't, he doesn't believe. He doesn't have to believe it. <laughs> exactly. He doesn't have to believe any of this. He could give a fuck about what people believe. But the fact that it makes him sound like a hero, that's why he encourages it. That's why he endorses it. He's had fucking people from QAnon go to the White House for social media summits or, you know, or uh, uh, what do you call it? Photo ops. It, and, you know, it, to, so some people go, yeah, well, he's dang. it's like, no, you got to remember, Trump isn't a stable genius as he likes to pe make people pretend he is. He's a narcissist. Exactly. He and wants to be worshipped by people. Exactly. And that's what this does. This puts him on a pedestal of like, oh, yeah, these people love me. So, you know, he wants that adoration. He wants it because, you know, he never got hugged enough as a child. You know, probably didn't. Probably. I not. heard Trump family wasn't very, very nice. Yeah. So. 
<laughs> and from what I heard, his dad didn't like him particularly too much. Um, <laughs> Gave him that mill to get the fuck away from him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Here, start your own thing. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of the things that, that I was cracking up when I read is that QAnon's basic belief of the deep state is that Trump aligned with the military will basically conduct a coup and bring the United States to its own utopia. And I'm like, that's authoritarianism. Yeah. Like, how was that even? Just the word utopia. Yeah. <laughs> Spell <is> not... it. <laughs> right. Well, the, anytime someone says utopia, I'm like, that's, there is no such thing. It's an impossible thing because one man's utopia is another man's fucking misery. Right. You know, there, you can't be perfect. So it's, um, they should know right then when you start hearing stuff like that, that they're following a bull, a bullshit claim. Right. But then of course people like that are also, they also have narcissistic tendencies where they don't care what other people want. They just want what they want. Well, some had said that, um, you know, some psychologists were saying that the reason for a lot of these people's belief in QAnon is because of their because of their belief in QAnon, I should say, that obviously it's hurt personal relationships, families, you know, isolated themselves. But their sole purpose is in the belief of this, that this will turn out to be correct and that it will somehow restore people's faith and view at them and actually go oh my god you knew all this as more than we did and actually elevate them into a possible yeah. leadership role yeah it's just i forget specifically what they call it but it's this like you go against the grain because you you just don't want to believe in what everyone else is believing so you can feel superior to everybody else yeah and and it's so you convince yourself it's weird. It it. I kind of want to read some some books on the type of on the subject because it's weird to me because I know I would never fall for this. Like I'm not flexing. I'm just saying for whatever reason. <laughs> I don't even think that's flexing. I think that's you know just I mean? like, like, like for whatever reason I would never fall for something this stupid. Like to you and I, this is fucking dumb. Right. But there are people out there that think this is the gospel truth. Well, and it's it's this weird thing. I mean, it's it's. I did a I um I did an episode for the Fine Line uh, called uh, "Where Conspiracy Has Lease," and in that episode, I was talking about I was reading off of a study that basically broke down conspiracy theorists into three categories, and one category was people in the know. Oh, I know how the world works. This is how it is. You know, it, it, what Adam had said. This. The, Basically, in that, there was a second that was in the, um, that was the belief in, in, oh my God, what is that second one? There is a, there was a second belief, there's a second stand to that, where it was, there was a, a belief, oh, 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 I get it. It's the, the chaos theory, like there is, there is no chaos in this world. Every because the their their mind can't comprehend random acts of violence. So of course, no, you know, uh, nineteen guys couldn't just 
It's Run September. Up. It's it's nine eleven. Yeah, nine eleven. Or a guy couldn't walk into a school and shoot up people, or you know, shoot a crowd from in Las no, Vegas. Everything has to be orchestrated. Exactly, psyop. It was planned. It was that. Yeah. And then there's the third category, which was um, narcissism, where it was mm-hmm. anybody who attacks me is part of the conspiracy, or anybody who attacks my people are part of that. So you know, you prepare. So it's that narcissist. So obviously, if you're against me, that means you're part of it. So I'm I'm the victim of this because you guys are now trying to keep me down. So that's kind of the whole this whole structure of that. And QAnon very very instantly Caters fits into to all that. that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and the thing is too, and that that's another thing too, where I think it's ha- a lot has to do with how you're raised, like. People, there are a lot of people in this world that are seduced by the idea that they are a victim. But when I was raised, you ain't a victim for shit. Right. You can only make yourself a victim. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's, I think that a lot of it is these motherfuckers had horrible parents or no parents at all, and they turned out to be little fucking narcissistic morons. <laughs> and it's sad. Yeah. Um, so one of the things where I was talking about how they can actually become dangerous is Pizzagate is the first real incident of a QAnon. Best name, by the way. <laughs> and, uh, and for those of you that may not remember or can't go back far enough to remember, um, Pizzagate was actually a conspiracy theory div- um, that obviously came up on like 4chan or something like that uh, about the child sex ring. And that this child sex ring where people would go to, you know, Democrats would go to have sex with children in the basement of this comet pizza, pizzeria. Now, one of the things, this is where we talked about how you kind of work out your own situation into this. What happened in this particular instance is uh, Podest... um, I think it was Hillary's chief of staff, uh, Podesta's emails got hacked. Mm-hmm. And the emails were basically humdrum, like, oh, hey, maybe we should do something for the, um, we should do something for the staff. Hey, let's get some pizza. All right, cool. We'll order from that same place. Mundane stuff like that. What should we get on the pizzas? Stuff like that. Well, apparently people went so far into say, oh, okay, this is code for the type of kids and the sex acts that they want. You know, pepperoni right. was this, extra garlic was this, all of this and that, you know, that uh, Obama and Hillary and all of them drank blood of these children because, of course, why not? Because, um, <laughs> you know, that's a thing, right? I mean, um, and, and all of that. And because this was going on for so long, um, somebody drove up from the South in his truck with a gun to that walked in with the gun brandishing saying he wanted to find out for himself if this was happening and the guy didn't shoot anybody he didn't uh he surrendered to police because he couldn't find a basement because the the place has no basement and you know surrendered to authorities but it was based off of that and that's where this shit gets to be very dangerous there's a good um documentary on hbo called after truth disinformation and the cost of fake news it starts off with the whole pizzagate thing and it's actually a really really good documentary and if you're if you're a level-headed person it should piss you off 
Um, that's what this kind of stuff does. It pisses me off because you're just like, oh my god, like stop believing the silly shit. Yeah, yeah. There was a guy that got arrested in Henderson, Nevada, on terrorism and other charges for driving an armored truck containing an AR-15 and a handgun to Hoover Dam and blocking traffic for 90 minutes. He said he was on a mission involving QAnon to demand the Justice Department release the OIG report on the conduct of FBI agents during the investigation into Hillary Clinton's use of a private email server. Since the copy of the OIG report had been released the day prior, the man had been motivated by a QAnon quote-unquote drop, uh, which claimed the release version of the OIG report had been heavily modified and that Trump possessed a more damning version, but declined to release it. It's like... Then there was that guy that he tried to drive a fucking train into that the right. USS Mercy or something. I was like, what? What is happening? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. That guy tried to do that. Um, because There's been a lot of talk that the world got um, way crazier be- when the internet came around. Because all those people that were on the brink... I don't now had this place to hide. <laughs> I do don't nefarious things. I don't I don't necessarily buy that. It's the same thing of saying, oh, well, you know, you know, tr- Trump is responsible for all the racism. It's like, no, the racism never went away. It was there. He just emboldened it to actually come out in the forefront now because they're kind of protected by him. You know, he supports the QAnon. He supports, you know, all of these people you know, wackos because, you know, oh, we're saving the the Confederacy. Oh, the heroes of the Confederacy. And it's like, dude, you know, uh, one of the guys, uh, Anthony uh, Camello of Staten Island was charged in March 2019 for the murder of Gambino crime family underboss Frank Calley. According to his defense attorney, Camello had become obsessed with QAnon theories, believing Calley was a member of a deep state. A Cambino crime family underboss was a member of the deep state and was convinced he, quote unquote, was enjoying the protection of President Trump himself to place Cali under citizen arrest. Confronting Cali outside a Staten Island home, Camillo allegedly shot Cali 10 times. At his first accord appearance, Camillo displayed QAnon symbols and phrases and MAGA forever scrawled on his hand in pen. Camello has also posted material on Instagram praising Fox News personalities like Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, and Janine Pirro. And the, and it's so funny too because these people from the Fox News camp and Trump and they're so they so love the attention that they never come out publicly against any of this. Right, and that's that's should be overly telling to. Anyone who isn't in QAnon, because obviously they're already fucking lost, but just normal people that these motherfuckers are just are just fucking sick. Like they're they're, And I'm not even trying to say that every Republican's a piece of shit. I'm talking about these people. You know what I say when I say these people. Okay. What do you mean um, these people? (laughs) But it's like, I don't know, man. I don't know how anyone can respect Fox News. I don't know how anyone can look at me in a straight face. And tell me a logical reason why Trump is a good president. Yeah, so, I, I don't. Yeah, I've heard some whack jobs say it. That's fine. You're just an idiot. But no rational person I know is like, oh yeah, fucking Trump 2020. They're like, fuck this. We gotta get the hell out of here. Yeah, there's there's some other random theories out there 
you know, like uh, Queen Elizabeth ha- um, was part of a cabal and had uh, Princess Diana assassinated by MI6. How dare you? That's the <laughs> queen. Exactly. That the uh, Mandalay Bay shooting was an inside job. You know, um, just just some. Were, was QAnon the one that said um, Sandy Hook was? No, that was Alex Jones, right? Well, yeah, said, but it was also perpetuated by that stuff online. I think it was it predates QAnon, but it's kind of the same deal. That's why they yeah. they say the whole thing about oh, hey, you know, um, uh, any type of mass shooting is a psyop. So it's it's basically yeah, encompassing that. Yeah. Um, and then it's funny because I'm about to say something that's going to sound completely, um, completely uh, conspiratorial, conspiracy theorish is that look look up this shit, dude. Like some people will shut up. <laughs> like some people will come across this and say like how can like what well, we can't like how can people actually believe this shit and other people will come away with this like an, oh my god it's opened my mind up to so many things my big thing is and this kind of dovetails back to the whole flat earther thing if you're using youtube as a resource you know right i i think something is lost <laughs> i think you shouldn't be learning anything serious <laughs> from um i mean you know like entertainment or building a computer okay Right. You know, but nothing like hardcore. But then that's a problem too because these these fringe groups have very carefully made sure to say that all of the um the sound places to get information are all um corrupt corrupt and you can't listen to them. Well, yeah, but I mean that's why they when um 4chan started to shut them down after the whole um I think it was Pizzagate they 4chan started shutting down a lot of these the QAnon stuff. They and when moved, 4chan shuts you down, yeah, I know they, that that's a big that's a big sign. You there. are fucking up. <laughs> uh, and then they moved to 8chan, and then they kept saying that. Um, now even with 8chan, I think they're saying that yeah, you got to be careful because they think they've been corrupted, you know, by people putting out, you know, misinformation. It's like, well, that's kind of what you do. <laughs> I mean, so right. you know, you know, pet, um, you know, pot kettle. Like, what are we do, what are we doing here? And, you know, some people may say, well, you're just reading this off of Wikipedia. And it's like going, yeah, but I've also been following this for a while. And Wikipedia just gives you the highlights. And there's a lot of stuff that you just need to kind of really look into and go like. Listen, we have all the evidence. Look it up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I have all the evidence right here. Just need to look it up. <laughs> well, I just, do do I the research people, for yourself. I wish people would just wake up and realize that they're being tricked. And being convinced of things that aren't happening. Like, honestly, the world is not that complicated. Mm-mm. And it's it's this, like, mass hysteria of, oh, everything has to be this grand fucking design. No, not really. Yeah. The world's pretty fucking random. Well, one, one, yeah. one of the things you got to think about it, it if you kind of think about it, what you're saying is what the is what those others say. You, you know, you're just like... Um, you got. You're gonna wake up one morning and realize that you've just been fed lies your whole life, and it's it's so weird when you think about like, yeah, you know, if you believe in this. I mean, some people and there's been, you know, where people have fallen out of Q because they started noticing, um, you know, all the predictions that were supposed to happen falling flat. You know, particularly the Mueller report because I remember hearing that it's like, oh yeah, it's, they're gonna unleash all this information about the Democrats and and the secret cabal, and that never happened. And, you know, people are slowly, some are falling away from that, you know, and while others are 
realizing that they're pushing, you know, the, the, for donations and pushing heavily towards evangelicals and Christians, you know, to, to support this. And some are find are coming to realize what bullshit it is and then are starting to, to float away. But, you know, the, to be honest, the ones in power, the ones in power right now, the, the conservatives, the, the evangelicals, Trump particularly are floating this because they're supporters of theirs. So, and you got to remember that politicians don't believe in shit. They believe yeah. in whatever supports their side. And if you if you want to know which politician thinks for themselves, look for the ones that politicians or other politicians are saying are crazy. Right. Those are the ones that are not playing the game. Like they're they're they're, they're like AOC. You know, and she's pretty far left, you know. Right. But she doesn't play the game. So she pisses everybody off <laughs> on both sides because she does whatever the hell she wants. Exactly. And uh, so, you know, it, it's that it's it's just something that, you know, we've got to really start watching out for, particularly when we get closer to, you know, November. Election. Yeah. You get closer to November. You're going to wild shit is going to start coming out and you're just going to be like, oh, my God, this is where it needs to end. And if you're one of those people that are like, well, I don't know. I mean, there's so much evidence it's like there's not evidence it's speculation right evidence evidence or is there um, confirmation bias right like learn to tell the difference exactly so you so. bitch <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming for, to our ted talk <laughs> fucking karen <laughs> fuck i dated a karen and i look and i see these people and i'm like yeah okay so that's right <laughs> i never dated a karen but i've known them yeah and um, not good people usually. Yeah. Just don't know what the hell they're talking about. You know, actually, some some Karens are good people. They're just so misinformed. Like I knew this. Um, she was a mother, and I work. I worked with her at um, shit. Where did we work? Um, Chase. Oh, I worked at Chase, and she was a nice lady. I mean, she was not rude. She didn't. I don't think she had a hateful bone in her body. But she was an anti-vaxer, mm. and. She was. She never talked to me about it, but she was talking to somebody about it, and they were like, they were like, um, it's just like they were back and forth. She's like, it's just stupid. You need to read this and that. And she flat out said, and she looked like she was gonna cry. She's like, I don't understand all this science stuff. I just don't want my children to be hurt. And that's what and, that's what really comes down to. Yeah, and it's like you almost you felt bad for her at that point. Is that she's just she's openly admitted. Not it's not that she's not intelligent enough, but she just does not understand the scientific aspect of it, and she's terrified. She yeah. just doesn't want her kids to get hurt, you know. And it sucks. Like, and it's kind of a, honestly, I don't want to go on a tangent about it, but it's kind of a testament of the school system here. Yeah, is it so many people don't have basic cognitive reasoning? They can't figure things out. Because that's really what school is for is to is so you can figure things out. Right. You know, and it's um, yeah, I, I, felt, was, I, I felt bad for her. I thought it was just to be popular and get laid, but apparently I was I wrong. mean, I did that too. Yeah. <laughs> but that's where that's where multitasking comes in. <laughs> that's right. Uh, all right. So our one last thing tonight, because it's so hot and I saw this on Gizmodo and I thought, ah, that works out well. First revealed last summer with the intent release to coincide with the 2020 Tokyo Olympics, which obviously didn't happen, 
Yeah. Sony's wearable personal air conditioner is finally available for sale to help you battle the summer heat when you occasionally step outside to brave the sun's rage and the ongoing pandemic. Working alongside a special t-shirt that suspends the device in the middle of your back, much below the, uh, just below the neck, the Sony uh, Rion pocket, which looks not unlike the Apple Magic Mouse, <laughs> uses a, a peltier effect to serve as a heat pump that promises to cool the wearer's body temperature by as much as 23 degrees Fahrenheit on a hot day. The side of the Rion pocket that rests against the wearer's back is promised to remain cool to the touch while he is removed through small fans that vent warm air out and away from the body. Using a companion mobile app uh, for iOS and Android devices, because why not? The Rion Pocket can be manually adjusted as needed, so even set to an automatic mode which uses temperature and motion sensors to detect the, what the wearer is doing, how they're feeling, and then appropriately adjusting the cooling mode to ensure their desired comfort level is ma- maintained. The device can even be used in the cold winter months functioning in reverse to help raise the wearer's body temperature as much as 14 degrees Fahrenheit. But no matter the weather, the Rion Pocket isn't, all, isn't an all-day solution. Given its compact size, the internal battery is only good for about two to four hours of comfort um, sure. depending on how hard it, work, uh, it needs to work. And you'll have to wait about two hours for it to recharge before you can wear it again. So fuck off about that all day at Disneyland kind of thing, right? Yeah. Uh, last summer, Sony was promising two versions of the Rion Pocket that it was ava- that uh, when it was finally available, a light version that's strictly ma- uh, manually controlled, and standard version that features all the additional automated bells and whistles through an accompanying mobile app. A year later, it seems that on- only the more elaborate version hit the market, available through Sony's own store or for about 120 bucks or Amazon Japan, which is currently sells closer to 160, while the t-shirt holders will have to set back, well, set you back about 20 bucks each. I, it's such a gimmick, dude. Like we've, I think I've seen that every year since I was a kid, like some (laughs) kind of portable air conditioning, especially living in Arizona for so long. Right. And honestly, the best thing you can do, and it's tried and true. I'm telling you straight from Arizona, it doesn't work if it's humid out. But if it's hot, you get a you just take a fucking washcloth and you wet it with cold water and put it on the back of your neck. Okay. And it will cool it will cool you down. I was going the other way. I was saying go naked and put a washcloth over your dick. You could do that too, <laughs> but I would need a towel. You feel me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no washcloth big enough to cover this motherfucking King Kong. <laughs> Right, you put a towel on. It looks like a sumo wrestler. <laughs> That's right. Swinging in the breeze, baby. Do helicopter dick to cool myself off, and then can power a city for about an hour. <laughs> Just doing what I can. Right. Just doing what I can. Trying to reduce the carbon footprint, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Replace my carbon footprint with a dick print. Okay. Just the tip. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why this. This is what toxic masculinity is. Okay. It's just not hurting anybody. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed the show, Steve. I don't care about any of you. I just hope Steve enjoyed the show. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was pretty good. Specifically. 
Um, thanks for checking us out. Of course, if you would like to help the show, please feel free to donate. Hey, you know, whatever. Have you passed the collection plate around? You want to put something in there? Go right in. Go to our PayPal on our blog if you'd like to do that. The LazyGeeks.com, Mr. Motherfucking Blog, baby. If you can't help us monetarily, that's fine. I would, I couldn't either. So you know, <laughs> we're all broke. Uh, all reviews will. Um, oh yeah, review us. I'm all disjointed today. I apologize. Review us on any any place that you got the thing. iTunes. What are the other ones? Steve? Stitcher, uh, Stitcher, Stitcher, does. Google yeah. Podcast. Um, all reviews will help raise our profile and expose us to more people. And um, like I just said, I expose expose myself <laughs> plenty. So uh, you can follow us on social media on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under at the Lazy Geeks. Comments, suggestions, or questions, email us at the mailbag at thelazygeeks.com. And be sure to check out our past episodes of this. This is episode legacy, episode three hundred and seventy. We got 30 before we hit the big 400, which I think will be early next year. Yeah. Um, so go ahead and um, you can check out some of those. I'm actually going to take time and slowly upload all our past episodes onto our YouTube channel. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a slow process, but I'm going to start for the most recent, which is good because I think the most recent ends at like 100 and something. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, so I can start there and start you know, slowly going back um, right. and then have them up there so you can check them out. Uh, so be sure to check out our YouTube channel. If you can't click on any of the links available in the show notes, want more content or updates on our coming shows, just head over to the blog, thelazygeeks.com for all that information. All right. And that is it for us this week. So until next time, I'm Steven Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And we are the Lazy Geeks. Oh, and wear a goddamn mask. (laughs) 